0: Hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. My name is Robert Hughes, and I'm your host. I'm here with Laura Kessen, uh, stylist and salon owner of two salons in Massachusetts. Laura, will you introduce uh, yourself to to for those of us who haven't seen uh, your previous uh, interviews?
1: Hi, guys. I am Laura, and I am a hairstylist, spending four days a week behind the chair. I am also a mom, and I have. Two salons, one of which just opened two weeks ago.
0: All right. Awesome. Uh how many children do you have?
1: I have three. <laughs>
0: wow. Oh my three
1: God. three boys.
0: <laughs> wow. Good for you. Um. I know,
1: it's crazy. Wow.
0: And I I thought working four days a week behind the chair and running a business was a lot. Jeez.
1: I know. It's it's a lot.
0: <laughs> um so, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Like four days a week behind the chair, when do you find time? Like, how do you manage your business and, uh, and family and being an operator?
1: So, uh, one of the things it's funny, cause like, I, I love doing hair. Like at the end of the day, I love getting my hands in hair. So, um, I could see maybe at some point going down to three days a week, but, um, I just, I, I like freaking love it. Like I, I, you know, I would miss it. So, so, bec- um, and, and too, I'm going to be very, very honest with you guys. That's still my biggest earner is doing hair owning a commission, uh, sorry, a rental based model is you have a set income every month. It doesn't go lower unless, you know, you, you have an empty chair, but it doesn't go lower. It doesn't go higher. It is, it, it is, it's set. It is what it is. So still doing hair is my biggest um, income and I love it. I would totally miss it if I didn't do enough of it, but I also have been getting better about working, um, my working hours. I'm really trying to do nine to five. I, back when I was younger, I would easily do 10 hour days and it was awesome because I mean, you know, it was. Very fruitful, but after a while it takes a toll on your body. So as I've gone older, you I you know I think it's important to pace yourself. And then having three little kids, um, it's important to be around and be able to put them to bed. And I don't always make them dinner. One of the reasons I can do all of this is because my husband is super helpful, and it's a total partnership. There are no um, male and female, like gender roles or anything like that. So he's an unbelievable, uh, partner and he helps out a lot. So I feel comfortable taking on as much as I do and, and still working four days a week. But, um, but yeah, so the, I just, I just try to pace myself as best as I can day to day.
0: Okay. Um, so do you, you just kind of, uh, work on the business kind of, um, when you're at the salon, uh, going it, Oh from-
1: yeah. Sorry. I yeah. kind of like got a little off there, but uh, yeah, the, um, so Wednesdays are a day where I work from home and oftentimes because I work nine to five, I can come home and sneak in like a little bit more work, a little bit more, um, uh, responding to clients and, uh, emails and DMs. The business, however, now that the stylists are up and running, I, I, Ivy's been open for almost four years. Um, it, I don't want to say it runs itself because I think that's a big um, misconception about being an independent stylist salon owner is that you can be hands-off and you really can't. Um, however, It does being an independent salon stylist, salon owner, it takes you away from the, the, the being super managed, having a manager mindset to your stylist. They're responsible for their own business and, and responding to the bulk of their clients. I'll respond to new clients that reach out to Ivy as a whole, but I, but their own clients reach out to them, not the salon. So the, It takes, it takes a little bit off my plate by being an independent stylist, salon owner.
0: Do you, uh, do you do all your own social media? I do. Wow. You have a great, although
1: my partner does reveries. So she's responsible for reverie social. So I do my own personal and then I do IVs as well.
0: Do you, uh, take the pictures too? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Um cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so
1: like I will like in between, you know, if I if I'm have a I mean, let's be real, hairstylist can eat lunch in like 10 minutes. Yeah. So I will quickly eat, or if I have like a little bit of a process time and I don't need to eat, I'll snap a few pictures. Um I'll come I love coming into work a little bit early um uh, before my first client to kind of set myself up, take if I want to, take a few photos, just kind of get my day going rather than coming in 10 minutes before my first client that's actually something that I have found has helped me immensely is getting to work a bit early I would say 30 minutes early and just setting my day off I can take a few content photos and um, and do doing just a few things that I need to do to set start my day well
0: okay cool um real quick I want to just show our uh, guests um, the ones who are watching uh, to just give them a Peak peek of your Instagram. I think it's pretty good. It's, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, all these pictures, do you have like a professional camera? Are these all done with a phone?
1: No, those are all iPhone, literally every single one. Um, and what I do too, as a salon owner, I use the repost app, the one that you pay for. So a lot of it is a repost from my stylist. And sometimes I use their captions because we like captions are the hardest thing to do. So I try to use their captions as much as I can. But if it doesn't quite fit, then I'll just quickly adjust the caption.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, But yeah, yeah, all those
1: are done on an iPhone
0: you all have like a ring light or something in your shop?
1: No, we have floor to ceiling windows <laughs> in the uh, front of the salon. But we do have a ring light for nighttime. Um, but the natural lighting is by far your your best your best lighting.
0: Yeah, I mean this lighting is incredible. And that space, like uh, let's see if we can get some pictures of the space real quick. So yeah, I mean look at that. That's yes, those are the those amazing. are the, I
1: mean, I guess not quite ceiling, but there's huge windows right in the front.
0: And a skylight too.
1: And the skylight, yeah.
0: Nice. The lighting
1: is one of the first things. This this was not a salon when I built it out. It was a old photography studio that was run down, and uh, but the potential, as you can see, was there. The windows were there.
0: Nice. So how many how many stations do you have?
1: So we actually there's there's six hair stations, and we took out that center table. Because we found that, especially with COVID, there wasn't a need for that much seating. Uh, We had this waiting area to the left of this table. And I put in two stations, two additional stations. But one of them, um, one of them's open for possibilities.
0: All right. I haven't
1: quite decided yet. And the other one, um, we have a brow and lash stylist, a brow and lash specialist.
0: Okay, cool. Awesome. And that's your team.
1: Yeah, that's some of them. The one of them has um has left, and then one of them is my partner too. So she's not technically there. I have to update some of these photos still, but that's okay. the majority of them. Yeah, a lot of them have been there since since day one.
0: Cool, uh, awesome. Um, well, so you all heard it here. Uh, if you if anyone's interested, and um, are you uh, you have a chair open, or you haven't decided if you're gonna. Rented out uh
1: no, we don't have one at Ivy but we do have um chair a couple of chairs left at Reverie so okay. which is All in right.
0: Cambridge. Okay. cool. So um if you're interested, uh you should reach out. Um where should they reach out? Where should they go to Ivy Hair Loft or or Yeah,
1: you can go to Ivy Hair Loft or Reverie Hair Studio.
0: Okay. And I'll put those tags in the captions uh okay. on Instagram and um, Perfect. So people can go straight there or if you want to just DM me uh, or then I can, you know, connect you or you, I guess you could DM you as well directly. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: DM me too. I, yeah. You can DM the salons. You can DM me. You can even DM my partner.
0: Okay. Awesome. And I'll, I'll put those, uh, I'll put those in the caption. Um, so I guess at this point I would like to uh, say, do you have any advice, um, or like tips for, let's say some, somebody who's a stylist who wants to open up a salon or go independent, um, you know, anything, or maybe another salon owner, um, you know, anything that comes to your mind? Yeah.
1: So I, I totally do. Um, Network with a bunch of stylists, like get to know stylists in your area. They're going to be your best asset for your team of like your board of advisors, you know, like people that you can ask questions to, what did you do in this situation? Whether they're a salon owner and you want to become a salon owner or they're independent and you want to go independent, like network with stylists. And then when you open your own salon, then you have a bunch of people to reach out to So I would definitely say network with a bunch of stylists and, um, honestly, save your money, invest your money, make, I know that's like so broad and a whole other thing, a whole other topic. But, um, I think in this day and age, we tend to spend a lot and, um, I wouldn't have gotten to where I am and been able to do what I do if I hadn't uh, invested some money and saved money. So, you know, spend wisely, spend a little bit, especially when you're trying to build up, at, at, especially as a, a younger person too, um, save, save your money and then invest it. And, um, you can talk to a financial advisor, or whoever, what that looks like for everybody, cause it could be a little different, but, um, network and save your money.
0: <laughs> awesome. That's good. I, I mean, I wish I, I wish I would have taken some advice on saving money when I started. I spent so much money when I was in my first like five years or so, of my career. Oh my gosh. And once those tips started coming in, I was like, party, you know?
1: Yeah. A hundred. Like I didn't, I was like, if I have a hundred dollars in my bank account, that's cool. The rest is spending money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It takes everyone a little while to learn, but, um, but I think, but that's like, that's one of the, the, the best things that you can do if you're looking, you know, if you have some goals of salon ownership or even being independent, cause that starting that you need a bit of money to get all, all your stuff to start your own business.
0: Yeah. Cool. That's great advice. Um, well, uh, thank you so much. Um, this is great. Um, I like to end all my, uh, all of my interviews with a laugh by asking yep. my guests to share their most embarrassing thought outfit.
1: about this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have one that you'd like? Yes, to share? Okay. I do.
1: All right. So when I was assisting, um, it was like probably my first, for, first couple of weeks assisting and um, the big blonde guy at the salon, who's like the, the best colorist, one best of Boston and stuff, asked me to mix up a glaze And me, so I'm not going to name color lines, but I used a different color line in school. And then we were using a different color line at the salon that I was working at. So I go back to the counter and I get the glaze and I put the developer in and I mix it up and I put it on the client. It's probably my first or second time doing this at the salon. And two minutes in the client is like, it's burning, it's burning, it's burning. And I, I freak out. I'm like, it's burning to the stylus and he so he's like rinse it. So I rinsed it out and he goes and it's all very performative. Like we're like making a scene here and he goes over to the counter and he opens up this other developer, which was not the developer that I used because I used permanent, probably 40 volume developer for her <laughs> semi-permanent glaze. And he opens up the, the, uh, uh, semi-permanent developer smells it. And he's like, this is bad. This went bad and dumps the entire bottle of developer. That developer was probably like $18, which in a big salon is like not horrible, but dump the whole thing out. And in my head, I was like, I'm never, I'm never going to tell him. I'm never going to tell him that that wasn't the developer that I used because <laughs> I use the permanent 40 volume developer on her glaze. <laughs> I and mean, to this day, he has no idea.
0: Oh, he does now?
1: Yeah, he's going to know now.
0: <laughs> That's I didn't hard. name
1: names, but he probably knows who he is. If he hears yeah. this, he knows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Well, uh, you got away with it. Um, yeah, I got I away with
1: it. I did fine. I did yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> nice. Good. Uh, at least it wasn't the wrong color. Jeez.
1: I know. I prefer that over you know, yeah. making a blonde, a brunette at the
0: shampoo sink. Oof, goodness. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this thank is you. your story is great. And I'm sure a lot of people get a lot out of it too. And, um, wonderful. and you know, these, uh, the booth rentals and the, or the sweet the are not suites, but yeah, the booth rentals, uh, it seems to be a growing trend in the yeah. industry. And, uh, so I'm really happy to have interviewed you because, um, I've only interviewed one other one and they were, they had just kind of like getting started. The person I interviewed was, um, you know, just, just getting up and running. So it's cool to also have another perspective of somebody who's been doing it for a while and uh, gave it a lot of thought. So thank you so much for sharing.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me.
0: All right. Well, until next time, uh, take care and stay safe.